good afternoon and welcome to another stellar edition of The Drive here on Fan Run Radio. Russell Smith punching the time clock, 3.02 on a beautiful Monday here in East Tennessee. Gorgeous weather all weekend long. Looks like it's going to continue into the beginning part of the week. Spring has sprung and it's time for the madness as we look forward to uh, some exciting postseason basketball action tipping off this weekend the SEC tournament in Nashville. Don't sound so excited, Bear. Well, I mean, it's it's that time of year. That is the one drawback. I'm not going in on him right off the top, but this we're approaching the point in the season where yeah, I'm kind of prone to do a little barns bashing. <laughs> It's coming. It's coming. Unless it's not. And it might not. You know why? You don't know that. You don't know that. You don't know that. None Bear. of us know that. Good afternoon, Marcus. Did you have yourself a good weekend? I worked mainly. Got my keys locked in my car, which was fun. But other than that. I can't say. I do that like at least three to four times a year. I got dropped from uh, AAA. Because you kept locking your keys in your car? Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. It wasn't AAA, State Farm, and I can't blame them, but after the sixth one, they're like, look, man, we aren't, this is this is a You niche. got fired by your insurance company? Just the, they told me that, I think it was for like, because this was like in July when, when they sent me, when they called me, but like for the rest of that year, they're like, look, man, we, we've paid for this six times. The guy was really up front. He's just kind of like you, just very blunt with me, which works best with my personality. And he's like, you can't expect us to continue to pay for this for the rest of this year. You can't, you've used up all your, get my keys out of my locked car. Wow. Baron Marcus, not good with the keys. My favorite time was I did it twice within like a week. I had the same What's guy. What's wrong with you guys? I just the lack of attention to detail. I mean, this is like so not surprising. This doesn't surprise you? No, no, the two of you just it was... bumbling through life. <laughs> well, just uh, if, if you repeat the same mistake over and over again, it's a habit. Yeah, I have a habit of it. I do it like at, at the absolute worst, like weather-related moments, too. I'm talking like it's either a typhoon this last time, if you'll remember, it was a one night it snowed. Remember that Friday night where it just started snowing about right as we got off the air? It was cold. It's not as sad as Marcus forlornly changing his tire on, yeah. in the pouring rain in the parking lot as at work while his other co-workers walk by him without offering to help. That might be the saddest story in recent drive history. I don't know. All I need is, <laughs> I don't know. It's well, not don't that know. sad. It's, it's pretty not sad. that sad. The, the I image don't blame I his coworkers. I'm not, I'm not changing Marcus's tire in the pouring the rain. The image I have in my mind is, is pretty pathetic. They didn't, say. Well, I, wasn't, I was very like manly looking when I was doing it. Oh, yeah. They probably <laughs> just thought, they probably just thought. Here's a guy who knows what he's help. doing. I would just be getting in the way. Yeah. That's I think probably what they were thinking. That's Marcus. what I was thinking, too. Uh, all I wanted was them to say, you know, just as simple as like, uh, even if they just said, oh, that sucks. You know what that reminds me of? I would have take, <laughs> taken oh, that. that, that that's, that's tough. We'll see you in there. All right. <laughs> you know the memes that uh, you see them? I've seen them on Facebook a lot where it'd be like, what your parents think you do, 
what you yeah. what you think you didn't what you actually look like. Uh huh. I'd, I'd be curious to see you know like Marcus just muscles rippling in the rain as he changes his tire. Yeah, exactly. I, I I detected some some self awareness and self sarcasm there on Marcus's part. I don't think he actually felt like he knew no, I didn't exactly know. what he was doing. I think he I think he's very aware of the. I don't change situation. when I have a flat anymore. I feel like we had this discussion. Yeah, we, we did. did two yeah. weeks ago when this story happened to Marcus, yeah. and now we're in some sort of inception, like three layers deep inside the drive, right off the top here. I had a good weekend too. Um, got to go to the baseball game Friday night. Very with, jelly with my buddy. Uh, thanks to listener David for hooking it up with with the tickets and enjoyed Your the buddy. UT baseball game. Yes, I have friends, Bear. It's I, I know it's hard to believe, but uh, many many buddies. Yes. I, I don't understand. Number one, I was under the uh, impression that it was uh, your boy. Uh, I, I'm a little disappointed that you know I want to go badly to a Tennessee baseball game. That who's somebody my, gave wait, you who's tickets. Who's my boy? Your son. You think my son gave me the tickets? No. <laughs> you said you what went you? with a buddy. Uh, yeah, my buddy, my son. That's yes. I went with my boy. Oh, okay. You, you I can't think, be mad you think I should have left me. my eight-year-old son at home no, and, and taken you No, instead. that's what I was going to say. Now, if I found out like you had called Marcus up, yeah, there'd be, be it would be approximately two hours and 53, 52 it, minutes well, of well, hell. I'm glad it's to... okay with you that I took my son to the baseball game, Barrett. I appreciate that. I would have sent you a photo, Signing Bear. off. If he had invited me, I'd be like, Bear, where are you? It was weird, man. Every time I go to a UT baseball game, something weird happens. I've been tracking this. Like, the... I think just I only weird go to stuff one or two games around you. Period. Well, maybe I only go to one or two games a year. And two years ago, the COVID year, I went to the Vanderbilt game where um, Evan Russell hit three home runs. And then last year, I was at the game where Dolander got hit on the arm and Vitello came out and got thrown out and the suspension. I was at that game. And then Friday night was bizarre because the game had I wouldn't have been able to go if they hadn't pushed it back because of the weather and the wind was so bad like uh, driving to the game I was like man I don't like this might not be a good idea because <laughs> you're gonna be like jostled around by the wind and stuff and I mean it's just it, it's crazy like every there were multiple like just pop foul, uh, pop you know foul balls that would have been in play that were blown like 30 feet. Yeah, you said you could oh. watch him like you could. Yeah, you said everything was, was turning. Yeah, yeah, on VR, I think is when you were talking about it. So did that Friday, uh, Saturday. Watch the, you know, the thing. Oh god! Voluntary reaction got out of there quickly. Sure, that went well. It about as well as can be expected. Went to uh, Rogers service last night. Saw a couple of y'all out there. That was that was touching. Good for the good for the soul. Needed to be done send, a, send Raj off uh, great send off yeah Be- befitting of uh what a wonderful human being he was I thought it was the weather was perfect and I think he would have been tickled to death um people were orange surprised. yeah people were in orange and I was I was texting you I was texting a couple people because I just did not want to be I I'd heard that you know he wanted to wear orange to the service but it's at a church, and I didn't want to walk up there in like an orange shirt and yeah, it's and like jeans. A, you know, especially and, Buddy's funeral. And, and so yeah, and, and so I talked to a couple of people, and they're like, yeah, it's cool, and 
So I did that. And I also didn't want to be wearing a suit and everybody else is wearing orange. Right. Well, so I was kind of sort of in between. Yeah. And I so, felt way overdressed. Well, but so I, I wore like the Tennessee polo in, in you honor look, you of Rod. Look sharp. That's, that's the way Raj would have liked it. Thank you, Bear. And, uh, and uh, I pull in, and of course, everybody I see walking in is wearing suits, and I'm like, oh no. Yeah, oh, no. but not our crew. No, but there were plenty of people. Once we got inside, there were plenty, <laughs> plenty of people wearing orange, including Big Raj. Yeah, and, that, uh, that motley crew that I walked up on was we had Goldberg Joe in a baseball jersey. Yeah, he, he came straight from the game. Good to see him. Good to see uh, everybody out there, and uh, we will remember our friend fondly. So... With that being said, looking ahead to to the week, and we got a it's gonna be a weird one here on Fan Run. We've already the the mailing it in has already started amongst our brethren. Oh yeah, they're in they're in full on like July mode right now. Morning show was just not existent. <laughs> Morning that, that, show that didn't happen. I called the <laughs> yeah, the so occasional early show. Yeah, we need to come up with a new name for three and out. Yeah, it's, it's not three and out. I might do three shows. I, I know what the common denominator here is. I'm not putting It's not on everybody on three and out. While the cat's away, the mice will play, Russ. Turnover on downs, maybe? <laughs> Marcus. Damn. Wow. Just throwing them off the top of the... We'll workshop that. <laughs> and then talk sports is going to be like John's out of town, so they're just, yeah. they're just shutting it down. Oh, I, they're going to the four corners and not together. The Co- four corners. Of the earth. I think John's, they're going on oh. trips. I thought you meant like that, that location where like four or five states. Yeah, are that's all. what oh. I was thinking. No. Like, that'd be probably weird. talk McClure into that. Not John. John Reed's not going. It'd be weird if they all like went that. to the same location. Fairly certain together. McClure's heading to Miami. What could possibly go wrong? He's got a regular bar he goes to down there, apparently. We've got SEC tournament tournament basketball tipping off Wednesday night. Tennessee will play on Thursday for the first time in many years. It's a little bit deflating, but see what happens. You play the winner of Ole Miss in South Carolina. It's going to be a 3 p.m., 3.30-ish tip-off, so we will not be on the air. We will have voluntary reaction as soon as it's over. We will be hosting a listener watch party at Jets Pizza on Thursday. So we would love to see you. If you want to come hang out and enjoy the festivities with us, I mean, surely Tennessee's going to beat South Carolina or Ole Miss, right? Surely that's what's going to happen. Come watch it with us. Jets Pizza, 11-124 Kingston Pike in Farragut. And they've got a huge space in there, just huge space. TVs everywhere. They're going to have the game on. They've got delicious pizza. They've got a full bar. You can get cold draft beer. You can get mixed drinks. It's a really cool spot. If you know, you know. If you don't know, you've never been, this is a great opportunity to come and hang with us. Again, no show. We're just going to be sitting there watching watching. so we can we can talk. We can we – can, uh, Lament the things that went wrong. Celebrate the things that have gone right, and look to the future with hope. That's what we will do. As Damn, we Russ, that's profound. Thank you. It's always profound when you're talking about the SEC tournament, my friend. 
I, I don't fear and loathe this tournament anymore. I mean, that, no, that was, I'm completely relaxed this we, week. We need to celebrate that a little bit this week. The because that. Oh, yeah. could you imagine the way this season's gone? Well, you remember we how I used to be last about year? that. I just despised that event. Well, you would turn into a stark raving lunatic usually by Thursday. It was just tortured yourself. Angry that we had to put ourselves through that every year when we knew we Start weren't going to win. Talking yourself. Now we we're, we are the defending SEC tournament champions. You're, you got that right. I mean, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Until we are the Sunday, man. we are the man. We're walking up in our house in our state. Mm-hmm. I don't care that we're the five seed. How weird is it that? You're a five seed in your conference tournament, and we're probably going to be a three seed in the big dance. I, I don't know. I'm sure they've come out. I haven't seen them yet. But up until you blew that game Saturday, you were still at number three in the net and number four in Ken Palm, which technically, according to what quote unquote what they say, you know they're supposed to base the seedings off they say a lot of things off the net. Yeah. I mean we we you know according to the net we're a one seed. Those numbers, there has never been a year, Russell, I've thought about this and thought about this, where those Take analytic the numbers. numbers, they don't mean squat. They don't mean anything. Because those numbers tell, told us. They tell, tell us, you nothing. They tell us is that we're better defensively without Zakai Ziegler. But they tell us that we're great defensively. And, I mean, we've had a couple of good defensive games through the year. A couple. We have. We've not been consistently. Vanderbilt torched us. Auburn torched us. The other night, Missouri, Missouri torched, torched us, us in our home building. We like got we've... torched Saturday. We got smashed. We got smashed. Smashed down there. Smashed. It's a joke. Joke. Well, we've been torched multiple times this year. This is not. You're you're absolutely right. The the wad it up and throw it in the trash, man. The numbers don't mean anything i've said it a couple of times i I have become the old stodgy scouts in moneyball looking at brad pitt and jonah hill like who's this guy what are you talking about with all your fancy numbers your college learning as i spit tobacco into a plastic bottle and talk about a five-tool player i saw in in college in high school (laughs) i'm the old I'm the old scout. Get out of here with your numbers, your fancy schmancy analytics. Maybe that's what maybe that's what you know, people were lamenting Rick Barnes and his old school approach. Spread it out, shoot the corner three. Maybe we need to go back to the mid range game and just how about I dunking? Know. I don't know. I really like it. I feel like we should dunk more. Should dunk more? Yeah, like you don't think the guys would dunk if they had the opportunity to dunk. You don't think you, you opportunity in dunking? Yes, I feel like dunking. That's more on what's inside you, what's inside your chest. To be able to dunk, you've got to be able to attack the rim, and we have nobody that will do that. I feel like other we've than had- Camwa on on some oops from Ziegler, and he's not going to get that again this year. I'm getting ready to go full negative here. Has Philly been in your ear? No, I haven't talked to him. Easy, big fella. Long way to go here. Long way to go. Watch this year's team find myself daydreaming about Jordan Bowden soaring through the air. NFL Combine. Tennessee players showed out. They made some money. Yeah. Our guys made money this week. I don't think anybody had a bad day. Business trip. That'll be good for Josh Heibel. Spring practice starts in two weeks, two weeks from today. 
Dude, we haven't even started SEC playing baseball yet. How can it be? Sp- well, that's like two weeks as well. God, that's man. just around the corner. We're right? in it, man. We've got who do we have this weekend in, in baseball? There, there's one more. So three game series this weekend, and then Missouri is the next weekend. We've got Boston College tomorrow. Morehead State, Morehead State will be this upcoming weekend. And then, then, then Missouri the next week. And then Mizzou comes to town? Yeah, no, we Mizzou, go to Mizzou. We go to Missouri for the Friday, Saturday, so Sunday. We, this is the last week then. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's time. And we're rounding into shape. I, I got some some baseball thoughts. I, I'm awesome. full. I, I might be more in on baseball right now than I am in basketball. I thought about that this morning. I kind of – I feel like I made that transition on – I was so – just I watched all the games this weekend. Like I, I think that it's not that I'm out on basketball. It's just that how could you possibly have expectations that Rick Barnes is going to have a deep run at this point? I mean, there's. Well, I mean, I'm not even putting it on. I mean, it's just you know. I mean, our best player blew well, I, his knee out I, at the end of the season. It's both. It's both. We have a coach who historically does not perform well in this particular tournament, and this year's team is missing its point guard. In yeah. a sport that is all about guard play once you get to the – how could you possibly – and listen, I, I'm sorry for being Debbie Downer, but my position is, and I think our position – we're looking at this like Roger would. We're, we're just – we're enjoying the ride. I'm going to support this team. I'm going to enjoy watching Vescovy and Triple J and those guys who, who brought us that SEC tournament championship last year play in their final games, and I'm going to hope – I'm going to expect to win every game. I'm going to go into it hoping to win and just trying to try to enjoy it. So you've got that mentality. And then in the baseball thing, though, I'm, I'm in our like winner's mentality. I'm in winning mode. I, I'm like, what do we have to do to, to get to top notch, peak at the right time? We've got to be ready to go. I think the first real big series is at LSU towards the end of the month. I think that's – it, I think it goes um, at Mizzou, at home against A&M, and then at LSU. So that's the last weekend of the month. We've got three or four weeks to get ready to play number one in their house. That's that's like the, the competitor in me. That's, that's what I'm thinking about. Basketball, I'm just hoping. I'm just hoping things go out. I don't ex- go well. I don't expect them to go right. well. In, in baseball – uh, the the, the uh, you know what it I feels slap like somebody in the face yeah absolutely I feel like we were on that high with football because that's how it felt during football season all yeah. year and then drop down well, and listen I I, I realized well, we were pretty that, fired up for most of this season I, I realize that most people listening to this right now are not don't feel the way I do they're they're more into basketball and and they desperately want to go forward and trying to figure it out and we'll program the show with that in mind we'll talk more basketball than than baseball but i'll tell you tell you where i'm at a little bit i know there are a couple of those a couple of y'all out there that are that are in my camp but we'll break it down 865-546-8200 your number to get on board 546-8200 if you want to jump in here this afternoon the sec's all conference team has been announced in basketball and does have a little bit of an orange hue. We'll tell you who's up for the individual awards when we come back next right here on Fan Run Radio. Breathe, 
Welcome back. The drive continues. Fan run radio. Russell Baird, Marcus, back with you. Chloe Levering in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios, making sure everything runs smoothly this afternoon. And the all-conference teams out in the SEC, Santiago Vescovi named first team All-SEC. Congratulations to Santi. Zakai Ziegler, second team All-SEC. And also made the all-defensive team. Ziegler, shout out to uh, Double Z, double honors there. Julian Phillips was named to the all-freshman team. So a trio of volunteers there receiving individual accolades. It's interesting, you know, this is a team, we we talked about it a lot. The whole was greater than the sum of its parts. And, you know, we love Vescovy and Ziegler, but... You know, it's it's interesting to me that they they won those awards. I have to look at their stats because I don't think either of those. They, I think they both averaged like right at ten points or so mm-hmm. a game. But I think that their defensive prowess kind of was a role in getting them on those teams as well. Yeah, I really didn't have a problem with. Uh, like, I thought it was pretty fairly picked this year's. Buzz Williams, Texas A&M, Vanderbilt, Jerry Stackhouse named co-SEC coaches of the year. I think that's really accurate. I think uh, that Dennis Gates guy has a really good case to make down at Missouri. I think USA Today had him as the. He's, a, he's an exciting coach, man. I, I would. I mean, he is, but I mean, like, just in. I would respond to that with Texas A&M came in second in the SEC. Stackhouse, I think, you know, very quietly, Vanderbilt's, where are they uh, projected to get seated? Surely they're a tournament team, right? They were tied with us. I don't know, but I look at – I mean, they did not have a great start to the season. I feel like Missouri has been pretty consistent. And they're just fun to watch, man. You talk about a team that was a dumpster fire last year. I thought – you know, they hired this no-name guy that none of us had ever heard of. He comes in there, and you're thinking, well, first of all, it's not going to work. It's going to be a failure. And even if it does have some kind of success, it's going to take years to rebuild. and To get his play, his players in that fit his system. Well, people are always talking about Bruce Pearl around here and the impact he had. I mean, like he was able to walk in there, Dennis Gates, and say, all right, we're not going to play this Conzo ball anymore. We're going to play full court. We're going to run. We're going to press. We're going to trap. We're going to shoot the three. We're going to dunk. We're going to force the tempo. And he did it. Yeah. With a lot of the same guys from last year's team. So I, I feel like he would have been a, a good choice in there, maybe even above Stackhouse. Brandon Miller, player of the year and freshman of the year. No surprise there. Missouri's Kobe Brown named scholar athlete of the year. Javon Quinterly of Alabama, Kentucky. Antonio Reeves named co-sixth men of the year and Vanderbilt's Liam Robbins was defensive player of the year. All SEC first team included Brandon Miller, Colin Castleton of Florida, Oscar Shibwe of Kentucky, Tolu Smith from Mississippi State, Kobe Brown, Vescovy, Wade Taylor the fourth from Texas A&M and Liam Robbins. How many guys is that? One, two, three, four, 
five, six, seven, eight. It's my pet peeve, man. It's so stupid. Eight guys on a basketball team. What are we doing here? Lifetime Achievement Awards. Everybody gets a participation trophy. Second team, Mark Sears from Alabama, Anthony Black from Arkansas, Ricky Council from Arkansas. How's Ricky Council? Didn't he lead the league in scoring? How is he not first team? I, I have no idea. Um, Jonai Broom, Wendell Green, K.J. Ricky Williams Council. from LSU, Zakai Ziegler, and Tyrese Radford from Texas A&M. So those are the individual honors handed out today, but for a Tennessee team that is desperate to put a exclamation point on what once was such a promising season. Ranked number two, headed to Gainesville. Number two in the nation. The talk of the town. The talk of the college basketball universe. Rolling. Rick Barnes, media darling. He might have been SEC Coach of the Year if things he oh, continued we were talking about on that trajectory. And today they find themselves ranked number 17. Yeah headed into the tournament and I feel like that's incredibly generous I'm just being honest I mean I love these guys and and I support coach Barnes and I support my program and I'm gonna you know like you said the metrics bear the metrics you said it yourself Tennessee's number four in Ken Palm five in Ken Palm whatever they are yeah three or four in the net that's about all that matters I mean it's got to matter some I mean, it does, but, I mean, I think that we're accurately – we're – I just feel like it was generous. I don't feel like – we haven't been playing like a top 20 team the past three weeks, dude. No. Don't sit there and tell me we have. No. But the resume does include some nice wins, does include some impressive defensive consistency, and does include some some good moments, I would say, throughout the season. So – Tennessee Volunteers hoping to hoping to make it right here towards the end of the season. I'm not tore up about the loss to Auburn. No, the I, only reason I'm torn up is, I mean, it is fully never going back on this. Like, I'm I'm done with with Pearl and his. I mean, his family, the whole shebang. Uh, that stunt Stephen pulled. He, he thinks he's cute. You want to be an Auburn man? That is not the degree I most want to defrock from him, by the way. What? De- the Tennessee thing? He yeah. can keep that. It's his high school diploma I want to take back. He's not befitting himself of a West High Rebel, is he, Chloe? No. Absolutely not. And, oh, and he's not, total. He, he's, totally hey, he, he's not even a pure blood. He's he, he's he's a quarter blood at best. He was there for one year. One year. What he averaged? He's for only you guys? one fourth rebel. He ain't he ain't a full blooded reb. Uh uh-uh. uh. Average twenty two a night for your basketball team. Minus one game. He didn't score any against Harrison Smith and Knox Catholic that year. Held him to zero points. I, I'll take your word for it. I you know, I. Consider myself to have a pretty good memory when it comes to sports. I don't remember West High School basketball statistics from the 2005-2006 season. I'm sorry, I don't. But, yeah, he's 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 no rebel. He's no rebel. I, I want to You want his name stricken that. from yes. the role? Yes. Deleted. Break out the whiteout. Disavow? Do people still use whiteout? No. 
don't think uh, they do. Did you ever have the whiteout pen? You got to shake it and squeeze yeah. it, and it'll always get like. Do you know stuck. who invented that? Who invented whiteout? This is really quick. No, no, Bear. I don't know invented whiteout. Please. Michael Nesmith from the Monkees. You remember that guy? Actually, I did know that. His mom. And right. like their kitchen sink. She, you mainly use the uh, like the rolling one? The little paintbrush that yeah. always got clogged up and yeah. the bristles, and you'd have to get it out and kind of like wring it out a little bit. But then you try to ride over I was, it. I was and a it big, was worse. big brush. Well, you would always guy. try to ride. You, you, you had to wait. You had to blow it dry and then wait. But nobody ever waited long enough. You always tried to write through it, and you know, it would smudge and end up looking worse than, than it did to begin with. Yeah, because it looked like a big drip of paint just sitting on the – and I remember you could, like – it would, like, flake and come off. And then you could see – I mean, it, just, it, it was a mess. That's why we have computers now, I guess. Yeah. 865-546-8255. Your number to get on the show here this afternoon. The Big Orange Phillies phone lines open to you, 546-8200. If you want to jump in this afternoon on a beautiful Monday afternoon edition of the show, it would be nice if somebody would let me know who who we have. Oh, sorry. That, that would be send. good. Yeah. Yeah. Really helps. We're off to a off to a fantastic. I'm start not Karnak here. over here. I, I don't mind reader. And in, in my defense, and uh, my usual foe, I think will be allied with me in this. It's not always us, man. Like sometimes we text you the you know the callers' names, and you like don't take responsibility, Bear. Don't don't try and volley this one away. What you're talking about has nothing to do with the mistake you are. Presently, I accept to full responsibility avoid, for not... forgetting to hit send on the text that had the caller list. Is he saying I'm his foe? Yeah, normally. You're my foil. All Let's right. go to the phones. 865-546-8200. Martin is up first today on the drive. What's up, Martin? Not too much, Russell. Russell, we're two weeks away from spring practice starting. How about that? Hype Daddy, year three. You ready for it, Martin? Yes, already. Let's do it. I'm ready to kick it off right now. Let's go to Nashville, play Virginia. Russell, is uh, all the graduate transfers going to be over at spring practice or not? Boy, that's a great question. It's been so long since I've thought about yeah, this. Who, who are, like, let's go through them. Who are the grad? You got Gabe Judy Lolly from BYU. He's got, over there. And we got another kid. Oh, See the me? kid from. Um, Ah, the big tight end. McCollin Castles, he's over there. Okay, McCollin Castles, who else? Do, I feel like we have one or two Peely more. Peely from, from BYU, I believe he's over there. So we got two BYU kids? Yes. Wow. Who else, Seven, Martin? eight players all together. Do you know who they are? Who all? The receiver, Dante Thornton, is over from there. From Oregon. And... Uh, we well, said hey. eight all together, but I had to look at my papers to find it. Mm-hmm. But I think we did pretty well, Russell. I think we did, too. The defensive lineman from Arizona State, Omar Norman Lott, I think yeah. is over there really looking forward to, that to big seeing lineman. if he can crack the rotation. Yeah, the, the guy from Miami, John Campbell, right tackle. I mean, that's – And the offensive lineman from Texas, too. Yeah, Carrick. Now, you ready to have – you guys, I don't know if you, you saw this. I wouldn't be surprised if you had already heard it, Martin. You know what starts next next week? What portal opens? 
grad what? transfer for basketball. I think they have 60 days to be to declare to be eligible for next season. Well, I, I hope our guys are um, doing some tampering right now so that we're first in line for the best players that go on. I'm just kidding. It won't happen, we, we though. I mean, that. somebody just brought that word up last year, and Barnes immediately backed off that Yuri Collins getting – I mean, how, how, how much help would that have been this Ugh. year? What pool guard do you think will go after? I have no forward? idea. No clue. I don't even know who all's out there, Martin. I had no idea. I still, if Yuri Collins walked in the Fan Run Studios right now, Martin, I wouldn't know him. I just think he was some guy. So, I mean, I never know. You keep track of that stuff. Russell, do you think we ought to go after a pool guard or a wing forward? Both. I think they they definitely are going to have to go over point guard. I, go after a point guard and I, I I think they'll probably have room to add at least one more player as well because you know somebody who we think is coming back next year is probably going to go ahead and, and jump in the portal wow I mean I, I'm no that's just college basketball Martin like it's not I wish it wasn't true I wish everybody that can come back next year would come back but I don't think that happens anymore in college basketball i don't think that's a barnes thing i think that you think hap- it'd be bj edwards boy i don't want to speculate martin i don't know bear seems pretty confident that bj's coming back everything i've been told by and these are people that know him i mean i've just been told that he's very very happy he loves uh going to school at tennessee he loves being part of the basketball program and all he's concentrating on is working hard well, you know, we red-shirted uh, Tom Bud, we red-shirted Jefferson, but Tom Bud left, so Jefferson's good, too. Tom Bud was kind of a different situation. I, I think that, you know, I wonder if, if Barnes would admit, if you could pin him down on it, that getting that kid to reclassify was a was a mistake. He wasn't ready for college basketball at all. In fact, it probably, I mean, it didn't do him any favor. He'd have been better off playing his senior year of high school ball. Yes. I'm just waiting on spring practice in football. It's going to be an interesting one, Martin. I think there's going to be a lot of intriguing storylines to follow for this group. It's like I'm telling you, Russell, how they'll make players we got in the transfer portal, seven of them could start or all eight. Yeah, I think most of the time at this level when you bring in somebody from the portal, it's – you're generally not looking for a depth piece. You're looking for somebody to step in and play. Yes. I appreciate you, Russell. Appreciate you too, Martin. Thank you. I think this will be the most intriguing spring practice in a, in a long time. That's That's been an event that – After naming off all those guys, if they're in spring practice, so yeah, like my interest level is skyrocketing. I can't wait to see what that lineman looks like. What's his name, John Campbell? Yeah. It's been an event that hasn't gotten the coverage that it used to got used to got used to get in recent years right but i think with last season success and some of these new players and everything i think people are going to be paying a lot more attention to it than they have in years past let's get tj in here next good afternoon tj you're on the drive it's fan run radio hey what's up guys how y'all doing doing well what's up tj hey not a lot um you know real quick 
you talk about the net ranking. I think the net ranking is starting to be worse than the BCS, and here's why. Uh, Vanderbilt dropped to 83 in the net rankings. Hofstra beat William and Mary and jumped six spots to 82nd. But in the last week, Vanderbilt beat Kentucky on the road and Mississippi State at home and clinched the sixth seed. How the heck is Hofstra, by beating William and Mary, jump Vanderbilt by beating Kentucky and Mississippi State? I just don't understand the net. It's starting to feel like the BCS rankings back in the day, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it it's, it's it's weird because not it doesn't match what everybody what what you what your eyes tell you the eye test, like that ridiculous thing that we were better defensively without our best. You know, didn't he make the all defensive team? He made the all defensive team, and he was one of I believe eleven finalists for the Naismith Defensive Player of the Year award in the entire country. Yeah, so, I mean, whatever algorithm they're using, I mean, there's something off with whatever algorithm well, they're using. Well, you look at specifically Saturday's game, and Tennessee lost that game largely because they could not contain Wendell Green, Auburn's point guard, who I believe averaged maybe 10, 12 points a game or something like that and went for 23 against Tennessee, and they just didn't have anybody who could check him. And you can't tell me that he would have had 23 points if Tennessee had a healthy Zakai Ziegler out there. What did he have in the first game? I was curious about that. Marcus, would you look that up for me? But, I mean, it's, you know, and it, like, there's, and it's not just Tennessee. I mean, there's, there's a bunch of teams that are, like, Purdue's just completely fallen off. I'm uh I'm in Texas this week, so it looks like I'll be watching the SEC tournament in the hotel. Um, you know, it's crazy that Texas doesn't carry the SEC network, so I'll be watching on a laptop. Um, who is your pick for the champion? I know I know it's kind of hard. There's no one team that like massively better than the other, but if you had to pick today, who's who's raising that trophy Sunday? Who's your pick? I was just thinking about that. And for me, I think Texas A&M is playing really well. I think they're built for tournament play. I mean, they got to the final last year. And so I think that experience will serve them well. Having the double bye, you know, they don't have to go through a ton. They would play Arkansas-Auburn Friday night, and then they, I guess, would play you guys on, on Saturday – and I think they – I mean, they were in the finals last year. How did? Where did you guys play? You guys played down there, didn't you, TJ? Yeah, we we played down there and we beat them, yeah. Okay. So, maybe – This year? Yeah. Were you all the first team to beat them? When was that? That was when we were 0-3 in the SEC and then we were – That we was at Rupp then. Beat them. Because they were undefeated at home. Oh, maybe it home. was in Rupp. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah. That had to have been in Rupp. No, they were undefeated at home, I believe. Unless yeah, Alabama beat corrected. them. We, yeah, I stand corrected. It was at Rupp. Um, on my way out, I know we all wear the blue or the orange colored glasses. We all get excited for football. We all think our teams are going to go 15-0. and That's sports. Why shouldn't we not? For Tennessee football, do they what's, – what's more likely? The defense improves? Or the offense takes a small step back from everything you lost. 
Boy, it's a good question. Um, I think it's pretty likely that the offense takes a small step back because they were they were one of the best offenses in the history of the sport last year. So how could you possibly not take a step back? I think it's pretty likely that the, and the, the defense was, was so bad that it's, it's pretty likely they take a step forward, I would say. But, man, it's going to be hard to maintain that level of offense, I, I mean, would think. If, if they do, if, if we're able to, it'll mean that Milton, the lights fully came on for Milton. And he was, and he's gonna, and Milton would be throwing the ball very accurately. Yep. Either that or Nico got in. It's a good question. Thank you, TJ. Anything else? That's it. Yeah. Right. Good one. Good luck in the tournament. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hmm. Offense, take a small. What do you think? How do you think? See that one, Marcus? Again, it may be the orange colored glasses. I think our defense is going to get better. I think we got a lot more talent that's coming into. I think that it's going to do one of those things where they defense comes up, offense so they're kind of maybe be a little bit more closer balanced as a football team. I mean, we can't. I just don't think you win championships being as unbalanced as our team was last year. It certainly seems like this is the last year of the Florida series from that began yearly in 1992. We've got to win this game to, to now. And throughout that entire 30-year stretch, it has set the tone for Tennessee's season for 30 years now. And this year will be no different. Yeah. Assuming you beat Virginia in Nashville, you'll be 2-0, 3-0, whatever it is, headed down to the swamp. And you either win that game, and I think you you launch into a pretty – another run, probably – not quite on on Georgia's level, I would say that you're probably not going to Atlanta, but you're on a trajectory similar to what you had this past season. If you lose down there in the swamp, which is certainly possible, likely even it's you you're gonna have a step back type season. Well, not only that, this is just a great opportunity because more than likely, you may not, we may not see Florida. We may not be in the swamp again for like six years, seven years. I don't think that's I, the way it works. I, I think you're supposed to play at every venue every four years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But if you, if you spread that out, like the next time we get it, maybe three years from now before we go back. Because the next time I feel like they would come here. I don't know how they're going to work all that, but there are probably the big be some series I, where you play, you know, two two years in a row at the same place. As a as a fan, I'd like a couple of years where we're up on them, get an extra year to smack talk. It would be nice. I, I just want to win the game to win the game because you know Tennessee is you're you're back and you should be competing for championships every year. And if you want to be competing for this for one this year for the Eastern Division, then you pretty much have to win down there stay with us the drive continues more fan run radio coming up fan run radio the drive continues sad news from the world of rock and roll over the weekend is gary rossington the last surviving member of the original Original. core unit of Southern rock gods Leonard Skinner passed away yesterday. 
Yeah. I think very underrated guitar player. Did he write some of the stuff? He was the original guy. I mean, they were like, all in Hell House, what they called their, the Hell House. But like Gain, Steve Gaines, who died in the plane crash, he came in after. Oh, yeah. He was late after. Um, who were the original guitar guys? Okay, that Ed, Alan, King? Ed King, Alan Collins, right? Was Alan Collins original? He was one of the original. Yeah, he was a real okay. tall, thin yeah. guy with the big. Always played that flying huge, B. Huge uh, bell bottoms, and he played an Explorer. Not yeah, a flying it, bee, whatever. Yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah, explore like, rhombus shaped yeah. thing. Yeah, he, he wore that thing out. Yeah, just guitar guy. I don't know. Rossington was always my favorite in the, in the whole band. So it was cool too. I thought I, it was cool. I got to see Skinnerd several times. I know it was not Skinner, but like in the late nineties, early two thousands, it seemed like they Ronnie's would always brother. come through town, and I would always somehow find a way into the like somebody's hey you want to go I was like yeah sure whatever yeah, Skinner. I saw it like four or five times yeah and it was always good yeah because back in like the days you're talking I mean Billy Powell was still alive yeah Washington uh, was with them Leon uh was still alive is that the Wilkerson the, yeah yeah you always you want to have that bass player who wears a funny hat and like a British it's a British and, Bobby's hat very kind of Derek Small's mustache for you uh, i guess they had artemis he wasn't out there their original drummer was nuts i mean just a complete nut job he went crazy that's, in a hotel room over in england that's yeah that that's a good part of good rock band <laughs> makeup there you want to have one crazy guy they had multiple I, their documentary is fascinating to me like ronnie apparently got drunk and busted a Jack Daniels bottle. I mean, there's photographs. And, like... There's photographs, Marcus. Cut up Gary Rossington's hands, like, stabbing at him. So, he didn't want him to ever play guitar again. And the next night, shows him playing some kind... I guess, I don't know if it's, like, at Wembley or what, but he's got, like, crazy bloody bandages hanging off of him. He's a hell of a guitar player. Good night, Sweet Prince. We pour one out. I also saw where legendary saxophonist Wayne Shorter died. I think yeah. that might have been a week or two ago, but yeah, I, I, we're I starting just to lose that yesterday. We're starting to. It just, I don't think it we're starting. Like, it's, we've been we've been losing these guys for a long time. Yeah, we'll continue to do so, unfortunately. But it's important for the, for the big ones, the Giants. Gary Rodsington, I think he's. I don't know if he's a giant, but he's he's in the neighborhood of he's, giantism. He, very underrated. The guy had yes. a, what? You celebrate them. 50, 60, 50, 50-year 50 career. I'll be, I mean, he was playing up until recently. I don't know what he died of. But, wow. yeah. Coming up, hour number two of the show, Marcus will have your top four at four. A lot of rumors in Titans land today. A lot of juicy rumors. Think they're true? Uh any, any I'll put truth? it this way. I think uh, I think Rand's doing the right things right now. He's oh, considering all options. Yeah, do do what you've got to do to due fix diligence. the ship. Due diligence. Because right now this ship is heading towards an iceberg. If they Stop. don't get whoa, I just asked you if you believe the rumors. I didn't need. I get it, Marcus. I get it. You're a Titans doomsdayer. Nope. That's you're not. That's a, not. You're, you're a Titans Titanic guy. You you think we're just. Your iceberg analogy is not lost on me. I'm saying if we're not careful. We might miss the playoffs again? Oh, no. 
could be more than calm that. Down, calm down, Marcus. Calm down, big guy. Hour number two of The Drive coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio.